This is the Roadshow Events podcast hosted by Smead Capital Management. Welcome to the Bull Market Stew Roadshow Event. The date of this roadshow is April 28, 2009. Before we get started, I want to introduce myself and our company to make people aware of who Smead Capital Management is and what we do. My name is Cole Smead and I'm the Director of Marketing and Sales here at Smead Capital Management. Our company is a registered investment advisor headquartered in Seattle, Washington. We manage large cap portfolios for individuals and institutions, as well as manage a mutual fund. More information about us can be found at www.smeadcap.com or www.smeadfunds.com. So all viewers and listeners know, the material contained in this presentation are the opinions of Smead Capital Management and should not be misconstrued to be factual information. With no further ado, I'll introduce our Chief Investment Officer, Bill Smead, to present Bull Market Stew under a new presidential administration. Thank you, Cole. The title of this talk probably made you think we're going to talk a lot about the current political environment. Between bank CEOs being on the hot seat to automotive companies being revived by the government, the politics of today couldn't be more so on the forefront of people's minds. Having a liberal Democratic president who triggers great concern about, among Republicans and Libertarians about big government and socialism is nothing new. In this cartoon from April of 1934, you can see the fears that government would grow so big as to eliminate the prosperity provided by capitalism is scripted on the left, liberal professors are drunk with power in the cart, and Joseph Stalin stands by on the right preparing to have us join in his communist bloc. These fears are nothing new and are a function of unusual actions taken in an economic contraction. Investors can look back at 40-year returns and adjust them to inflation to decide how well various asset classes have done. In the last year, Treasury bills and Treasury bonds have been the most popular investments as the fear of how deep the economic contraction could be drove fearful institutions, countries, and individuals to buy. Unfortunately, in only a tiny minority of the 545 40-year lookbacks did these assets produce a better than 4% real return. In the case of T-bills, which have been the most popular, only one 40-year look-back produced a 2-4% to real return. This slide shows how attractive owning common stocks have been since 1900 in the U.S. Only three 40-year look-backs produced an inflation-adjusted return below 4%. What this means is that you've had over a 99% chance to earn better than 4% in stocks and over a 99% chance to earn below that in T-bonds and a 100% likelihood of being below 4% in T-bills. Why are the T-bills in T-bonds so popular? Fear. This slide shows how well investors would have done going forward the last time the 40-year look back was as dismal as the end of February of 2009. Impressive double-digit returns were had in the S&P 500 index, and even more impressive returns occurred in the large-cap value category where our portfolios reside. My mother was a great cook, and I have fond memories of her making clam chowder or beef stew from scratch. The first thing she did was to pull out the recipe. Once she had the recipe, she then had to gather all the ingredients. The ingredients then had to be prepared, cooked, or sautéed, mixed, cooked, and simmered. The end result were some fantastic meals and about 25 pounds of weight I carry that I don't need now. 
When Mom pulled out the ingredients, we had no doubt we would be enjoying a spectacular meal. We believe that the ingredients are in place for a spectacular meal in the stock market over the next five to ten years. Today, we will focus on ten ingredients which exist that we believe are crucial to having a major long-term bull market in U.S. stocks. As always, we don't know how long the cooking process will take, but have the same kind of confidence I did as a boy watching mom work her masterpieces. One or more major bear market declines in the prior 10 years, preferably with a decline of more than 40% and overall poor multi-year stock market performance. This slide shows how similar the last 12 years have been in the market compared to 1970 through 1982. The biggest bull market I've ever seen started in August of 1982. Historically depressed stock prices, especially among the traditionally most admired companies, are a key ingredient of bull markets too. This slide shows the price you could have bought Berkshire Hathaway, Merck, and Disney back in 1982. These weren't the cheapest stocks in the market at the time. Bull markets require massive negative psychology among individual and professional investors. The two polls here show individual investors represented by the American Association of Individual Investors and, and professionals as represented by the bespoke poll taken on March 5, 2009. Individual investors who pay an annual membership fee to be in AAII are naturally interested in and positive about the stock market as a rule. Their bearishness on March 5th was the highest in 21 years. Bespoke's poll is among professionals like myself, and the fact that a majority of them were looking for an additional drop of 30% before the end of 2009, with the Dow Jones average already down 25%, was outlandish in our opinion. We believe at the beginning of a bull market that normally successful and admired money managers are called out on the carpet and in some ways humiliated. A recent filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission says the trustees of DWS Dreamin High Return Equity voted last June to remove the fund's manager after a 20-year run. Quote, the manager, 72-year-old David Dreamin of Dreamin Value Management, led the fund to a 47% loss in the past year, admittedly a bad year for all, placing it in the bottom 3% of its peers according to Bloomberg data. Quote, in a surprise move, First Pacific Advisor said its well-known chief executive Robert Rodriguez will leave for a one-year sabbatical starting in January. Quote, Mr. Rodriguez has been frustrated with the world of professional investing the past year. He correctly predicted the credit crunch and subsequent economic downturn, but has struggled to deliver strong stock returns. At the beginning of a major bull market, buy and hold investing is viewed as an idea that is no longer useful. Jim Cramer is the most popular and visible person trashing the idea of buying and holding quality common stocks for holding periods longer than a year or two. His show is sponsored by organizations that benefit from his audience trading actively, and he and his show have an inherent conflict of interest, which is never explained on the show. He stands in direct opposition to the greatest investors of all time, like Warren Buffett, John Templeton, and Peter Lynch, who advocated holding your best companies for at least three to five years. Since 1900, the best stretches in the stock market have started while we are in the middle of seemingly unsolvable economic problems as part of a deep recession. The 40 years ended in 1941, including the stock market panic of 1907, which drove the Dow Jones average down nearly 38%. The World War I era, where the period between 1910 and 1919 was one of the worst ever for stocks. And, oh yes, the Great Depression. Finally, icing on the 40-year cake, the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor on December 7, 1941. 
our current problems don't rank up there with the worst of what has happened since 1900. Accommodative Federal Reserve monetary policies and stimulus fiscal policies from the U.S. government have ushered in past bull markets. This slide shows how much the Fed has expanded its own balance sheet. They are buying assets and pumping huge levels of liquidity into the system. This brings down interest rates and they hope increases economic activity. Public short selling has hit record levels synonymous with the beginning of other major bull markets. In almost an exact opposite of the top of the market in 2000, the specialists on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange are a tiny part of the short selling currently, while the historically foolish public is breaking 40-year records by betting against stocks. Cash in money market funds is at record levels in relation to stock market capitalization, and that has been the case at the beginning of most major bull markets. What is unusual this time is that people prefer the money market funds and savings account even though they pay very low interest rates. We have half again more money on the sidelines now than we had at the bottom in 1991 when the first Gulf War started. The decade of the 90s was one of the best ever for stocks in U.S. history. It is even more impressive when you look back 40 years and realize that we haven't been anywhere near this level of ammunition on the sidelines, money market funds plus savings, even at the depths of the market in 74 and 82. At the bottom, you always have very intelligent and credible economists and analysts explaining clearly and logically how terrible things are going to be for many years. The most notorious and glamorized currently is a professor from New York University by the name of Nouriel Rabini. As you can see, he has become the public face of the bear market. He correctly predicted that resi the residential real estate bubble and ensuing credit crisis would trigger a major economic contraction. As always, the longer you're correct in your predictions, the smarter people think you are. Here is what he really looks like. He has been credited with urging governments to recapitalize the major banks, and that has contributed to sta the stabilization of the financial system. This slide shows the power of buy and hold investing in quality securities. We can look back to 1982 and see huge gains in the Dow Jones Industrial Average and the S&P 500 index. These numbers don't include the dividends you would have collected along the way. What this slide shows is that larger blue chip companies as represented by the Dow Jones Industrial Average did much better than the broad market represented by the S&P 500 index. There were numerous high quality blue chip companies that greatly outperformed the Dow Jones Industrial Average as did investors who were owners of those. Everyone always wants the kind of results seen here on the slide to happen in their personal and institutional portfolios, but are afraid when the ingredients are in place for bull markets too. This would require them to take the money out of money market funds and other cash-like investments to participate. Smead Capital Management seeks to build wealth for our investors by buying what we consider to be outstanding companies using our eight criteria for selection with the idea of holding the best performers for years. The information contained in this Roadshow event represents Smead Capital Management's opinions and should not be construed as personalized or individualized investment advice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. The securities identified and described in this Roadshow event do not represent all of the securities purchased or recommended for our clients. It should not be assumed that investing in these securities was or will be profitable. A list of all recommendations made by Smead Capital Management within the past 12-month period is available upon request.